We'll take our text this evening from the book of Mark, chapter 5. We'll begin reading it, verse 25. Mark 5, 25. And a certain woman, which had an issue of blood twelve years, and had suffered many things of many physicians, and had spent all that she had, and was nothing bettered, but rather grew worse. When she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind, and touched his garments. For she said, If I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, Who touched my clothes? And his disciples said unto him, Thou seest the multitude thronging thee, and sayest thou, Who touched me? And he looked around about to see her that had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him, and told him all the truth. And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace, and be thou whole of thy plague. If the Lord tarries until the first of April, our Midwest churches are planning on uh, gathering together in St. Louis for a weekend of special meetings. And the theme that has been chosen for that weekend is experience the touch. And the verse that is chosen for that is verse 28, where it says, If I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. This account begins with a woman that had very serious uh, physical need. She'd been sick for 12 years, uh, been to many, many doctors. At that time, there was no cure for the problem that she had. But in verse 27, it gives her hope. When she had heard of Jesus. You know, it makes a difference in our lives when we hear of Jesus. When we understand that who Jesus is, that Jesus calls us as individuals, we have to make a decision what we're going to do with what we've heard. She had heard of Jesus' healing power. She had heard lies that had been changed. When she heard of Jesus, it took action on her part. More than just hearing, she had to respond. She had to do something about what she had heard. It is one thing to hear. It's another thing to act upon what we hear. We pray in every church service for any that may be in a church service that is unsaved. We pray that before the service even starts, that that one individual, or maybe more than one, 
that sits in a church service is unsaved, we pray that the Lord will talk to them during that service. We pray that they will realize who Jesus is, the price that he paid on Calvary for their never-dying soul. And we pray at the end of the service that they will kneel and pray and give their lives to the Lord. So it's one thing to hear. It's another thing to act upon what we hear. Verse 27 says, When she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment. After hearing, then she responded. She made her way through the crowd, that multitude of people. She reached out and touched Jesus' garment. Reread verse 28, says, For she said, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. She believed that some way, somehow, all she had been through, all the doctors she had been to, all the different things that she had tried, there was just something in her heart that she just believed if she could just get to Jesus, if she could just get there and just touch his clothes, that he would heal her body. She had faith that somehow just a touch would make a difference in her life. She was physically weak. We can just kind of imagine, if you want to just maybe in your mind's eye, just wonder what that was like that day. As Jesus went from place to place, there's always a multitude of people around him. And she, we can just kind of imagine maybe what, what she thought. She had the desire. She believed that if she could just get to him, but as she no doubt looked at that crowd of people around him that day, and they were walking, she thought, how can I do it? How can I ever make my way through the crowd? How can I ever get to Jesus? We've heard people testify that when they started down the aisle to come to Jesus, that he met them more than halfway. You know, she she just gained enough strength and just started making her way through that crowd. You know, there might have been some that were trying to get close to Jesus also. Maybe maybe she tried to get around them, and they didn't want her to get around them. We don't know. It doesn't say. But she had to make her way through the crowd. She, she had to make her way through to get to Jesus. But she was determined. She just believed. She had the faith to believe that if all she had to do was just reach out and touch him. So we can just kind of imagine that maybe she just got just just a, a foot or so away. There was someone between her and Jesus. And maybe she just thought, if I just reach around that person, all I have to do is just touch him. That's all she, she just knew, is she could just touch his garment. Well, she touched him. And she knew instantly 
She was healed of that affliction that she had in her body. When a person kneels before the Lord and then, and they ask Jesus to come into their life and make a change in their life, and they, they, they lay their life out before the Lord, they know when it happens. They know something happened in their life. It takes faith. It takes believing. She experienced that touch. Throughout the Word of God, we have many accounts where individuals experience the touch of God in their lives. Where they made a personal contact and their lives were changed. Back in the Old Testament, Moses... Moses was born at a critical time. But Moses' parents believed God, believed God would watch over him somehow, knowing that all the male children were supposed to be killed. That's a story we won't go into tonight. All the details, but God spared his life. Pharaoh's daughter found him in a little basket. What a story. What a story how God was working in his life. So we can fast forward uh, several years to when he's taking care of his father-in-law's sheep out on the hillside. And then he looked there that one day and he saw a bush that was burning. It wasn't being consumed. It was just on fire. And he walked over there and God spoke to him. To him take off his shoes, he'd stand on holy ground. You know, Moses experienced the touch of God that day. He, he had a personal contact with God. God called him to lead the children of Israel out of bondage in Egypt. That personal contact took place that day for Moses. He had lots of reasons why he couldn't, but God had an answer for every excuse that he had. And he went, he obeyed, went before Pharaoh. The day came that he led the children of Israel out of bondage. That personal contact. That spending time with the Lord makes a difference in our lives. thought about Jacob. Jacob stole his brother's birthright. He deceived his father. He had to run for his life. Then a few years later, he's heading back home. His brother Esau is coming to meet him. Jacob got reports that he had a lot of servants, a lot of people with him. Jacob at this time had uh, lots of things, lots of wealth, lots of cattle in this life. But you know, he got to the place as he got closer along the way. uh, He sent some of his servants ahead with some of the cattle that he had 
told him to go take and give this to my brother. He's coming. He came back to them. Well, yeah, your brother's coming. There's lots of people. You know, he could look back and he remembered what he had done. He remembered how he stole the birthright. He remembered how he deceived his father. When his father was questioning him, he said, oh, no, I'm Esau. But you know, he got to the place that he needed help from the Lord. He just needed to make things right with the Lord. He was going to face his brother. And last time he saw his brother, his brother threatened to kill him. So it was all come crashing down on him. It says that he took his family, put them across the brook. And he was all alone by himself. It says he wrestled with the man till the breaking of the day. You know, he needed God. He needed help from God. He needed to make that personal contact with God. He needed that assurance from God uh, that God was going to be with him. And as he wrestled with that man and he prayed, he experienced the touch of God in his life. God made a difference in his life that night. Made a difference in Esau's life. Because when they came together, says they embraced each other. It was all taken care of. But he had to have that experience. He had to have that touch from God. That only God could solve a problem like he was facing. But God made a difference in his life. Esau asked him, what, what's, what's all these gifts? What's all these animals that, that you sent me? He said, I don't need them. I have enough for myself. That's God. But he had to pray it through. And when he prayed it through, then it was settled. In the New Testament, what about Zacchaeus? You know, Zacchaeus heard about Jesus. Says he wanted to see him. He had a little problem. Says he was short of stature. And here again, a multitude of people around Jesus. So Zacchaeus came up with a plan. That if he just go ahead of the multitude, climb up in a tree, and as Jesus passed by, he could look down and see him. See, you know, Zacchaeus heard about Jesus. He had heard about miracles that Jesus had performed in people's lives. And, and, and Zacchaeus, he thought if he could just see Jesus, that might ease his conscience. But see, Zacchaeus knew the kind of life he was living. He, he knew what he had been doing. He was a tax collector. And, and he was taking his share when he would go to collect taxes. But it's more than just hearing about Jesus. It's more than just seeing Jesus. See, Zacchaeus thought, if I just see him, but I'll take care of it. But Jesus saw Zacchaeus also. He knew where he was at. And he stopped and called him by name. 
You know, from the time Jesus called Zacchaeus' name and the time that he got to the ground, he had an experience with Jesus. He had experienced the touch from Jesus. His life was changed. He, he, he told Jesus, I'm going to go back and make things right. I, I cheated people. I, I'm going to give it all back. It was that touch that made the difference in his life. What about the woman that came to Jesus at the well that day? Jesus stopped there, sent his disciples in town to get some things. This woman came out to draw water like she had done many, many times. Jesus asked her to draw some water for him. She was confused, couldn't understand why Jesus was even talking to her. The Jews and the Samaritans had nothing in common. She, she understood water in the well, but Jesus was talking about living water. She couldn't feel what he was talking about, but as he continued to talk to her, her eyes were open, her heart was open. She all of a sudden realized that Jesus wasn't, wasn't just an ordinary man. He was the son of God. And, and as she listened to him, understood what he was saying, talking about living water, that she could have living water. He asked her about her life. Her life was a mess. You know, she went back and said she went back into town and, and said, come see a man that told me everything ever I did. Is not this the Christ? She experienced that touch of Jesus in her life. And he made a difference in her life that day. What about the lame man in the temple? That asked alms every day. It says he was carried there every day, set by the gate of the temple, just to ask alms, just to get a little bit of money so he could get some food for the day. He had been lame from his birth, not able to work. But Peter and John came by that day, and he asked for some alms. That's all he knew. That's what he had been doing. As people walked by, he'd just stop them and ask them if they could just give him a little bit so he could survive for the day. You know, Peter and John told him, silver and gold, we don't have it. We, we don't have that, but we have something. We're going to give it to you. And as he reached out and took him by the hand, he stood up. He was healed. He experienced the touch of Jesus in his life. His life was changed that day, it says that he went walking and leaping and praising God into the temple. That, that was the last time he ever had to be carried there and sat there every morning, taken back home every night. That personal contact made a difference in his life. You know, tonight you can experience the touch of Jesus in your life. I'd like to just ask a question. What do you need tonight? Tonight. What do you need from the Lord tonight? 
I'm sure every one of us here could say, there's something I need. Maybe there's a healing touch. You know, in the prayer room, we hear lots of prayer requests for ones that aren't feeling good, ones that are sick, ones that are going to, uh, to cancer, have cancer, taking treatments. Maybe some here, someone here tonight needs a physical touch. Maybe you've had a, a, a physical need for a long time. What about 12 years? But that day, as she reached out to Jesus, he healed her. So what about you tonight? Do you need a physical touch tonight? Jesus is here. He can do it. All you have to do is reach out to him. We, we have the example in the word of God how it worked. It was just simple faith. And just believing that Jesus would do it. Maybe some here tonight needs a little encouragement. We all need encouragement once in a while. We can all get overloaded with cares of life some of the time. So maybe somebody just needs a little encouragement tonight. Well, Jesus is here. He'll encourage you. All you have to do is reach out to him. Just tell him what you're discouraged about. He'll lift the load. He'll carry the heavy end. What about the experience of salvation? If one is here tonight that isn't saved. You're here. You came for a reason. So why don't you just finish the reason why you came? You've heard about Jesus. You've heard testimonies. You've seen the words of the song. Even if you weren't singing the songs, you look at the words. Many of those songs are testimony songs. So why not tonight? Why not just ask Jesus to come into your life tonight? He's here. He'll do it. All you have to do is reach out to him. Just like that woman that made her way through that crowd. She touched Jesus in a moment of time. You can be saved tonight in a moment of time. There's some here that need their sanctification. Some that need their baptism. You know, it doesn't make any difference what your need is tonight. Jesus can supply that need. He can give you that experience. He'll give you your heart's desire tonight. Whatever you need from the Lord tonight, he will do it. Just come in faith believing. Just reach out to him tonight. You won't go home disappointed. You'll go home like that lame man walking, leaping, and praising God. You'll be thankful you came to church. You'll be thankful that you took time to pray. You'll be thankful that you reached out to Jesus. And as you reach out to Jesus, he's going to reach out to you. He'll meet you more than halfway. So we're going to have a song of invitation. And we invite you to come and pray tonight. We have altar business. You can pray up front. You can pray right where you are. But pray tonight. Reach out to Jesus. He's reaching out to you. Let's stand and sing a song.